shit took it to ten. Baby bet, ayy, couple X, ayy, couple Grammys on him. Hello, football world. This is fourth quarter football presented by Dan, Justin, aka Only Real Takes, and Joe, aka Joey Buck Fumble. In today's episode, we're giving our studs and duds of the week, our week four rundown, and our top five power rankings, and a new special segment. So why don't we just get right into our studs and duds? Let's I'm do gonna it, yeah. go first. My stud this week, Mo Ali Cox for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh yeah. He only had three receptions, but on those three receptions, guess what he did? Two touchdowns. Forty-two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> no, forty-two yards and two touchdowns. Forty-two touchdowns. On three. <laughs> forty-two. It was an absolute insane week. No, but two touchdowns is still a lot for a tight end. So, congrats to Mo Ali Cox for making my stud list. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, do you want to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go next. So, I want to say this before I go. So, Mo Ali Cox, we made sure to mention in our last podcast episode, we had a point. Part of it was his his name. Most of it was Mm -hmm. of his talent, which we knew he was going to show out this week. Mm -hmm. Now, what I do want to say is for my stud this week, Corderell Patterson, who I want to say absolutely has dominated this entire season i'm not gonna say we predicted him to go off like this but what we did say quote unquote if the falcons won this game it was going to be through him and if they won this game it would have been because of him he went off this week 116 total yards and three touchdowns are you kidding me are you kidding me no no one's kidding you that happened it did happen and it was beautiful to watch too especially because we did t- talk about him so it was we, we saw it live we're like oh my goodness cordell what is going on every yep. time he got a Nuts. touchdown we would go pretty pretty insane it was red zone almost dan, like dan, all day dan, dan what's your what's your stud okay so this one's pretty special to me it's austin eckler i started off my fantasy season zero and three and just this is a story because he had to be my stud this week I was down six going into Monday night's game. My opponent had Justin Herbert, and I had Austin Eckler. So I was down six. Throughout the entire game, I was, like, down at least or below ten points, but, like, by at least five. And then at the very end, fourth quarter, to seal the game, Eckler gets, like, a 20, 15, 15-yard, 20 rushing touchdown little scamper puts me over by 0.06 points mm-hmm. i take the lead and then again once the or the uh chargers get the ball back he gets like a 20 yard run sealed it i win by four 15 rushes 148 all-purpose yards two touchdowns shout out to austin eckler and you said that you won in which quarter the fourth. The fourth quarter. That's yep. some good fourth quarter yep. football right there. Fourth yep. quarter, I want to say everybody put yeah. your fours up when it's the fourth, fourth quarter. Four. I, I just want to ask, Joey, did you win your matchup this week in fantasy in our league? Um, I did not. Who'd you play? I played you, Justin. Oh. oh. I know. The but do you know what I did was... win? I bet the under on Daniel Carlson because I need I had Daniel Carlson. Needed him to get <laughs> needed him to get twelve points to beat Justin. Didn't Ooh. happen. And I bet under on him, seven and a half points. I made seven bucks. So, hey, Holy that way you always win, you know? Yeah, money in the pocket. It is. Well, uh, 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 we all listed our studs. Joey, what's your first dud? My dud this week was none other than Miles Gaskin. He touched mm. the ball twice. Ew. And Ew. got a, a total of three yards. Icky! Just wish he had some more production. Um, not necessarily his fault that he was a dud this week. Yeah. But it also entirely was because yeah. other running backs wouldn't be t- taking his touches if he was good. Yeah. Get good, Gaskin. Get good. Get good. Get good, yeah. kid. Um, Justin, who's your dud? So this one's personal. Again, we all watched the Browns game together. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I was super happy to see some Browns players just absolutely dominate. Yeah. But one player that didn't nope. was Baker Mayfield. Nope. Time after time, mainly, it was to Odell. Odell had seven targets. Baker only hit him twice. And it wasn't because Odell was just dropping him. Or it was beautiful defense. 
Baker missed so many throws this game, and it was just it, it was really ugly to watch. I will say, as close as the game was, I think, and we talked about this even before we recorded it. We'll talk about it in the Browns game, but if Baker played a half decent game, we probably would have won by a couple touchdowns. But overall, he had 155 yards of total passing yards and probably like 50 missed touchdowns. Yeah. He did have a really cool high step, though. He did. His high step. It should have been a first down. It should have been. 100%. However, I agree. Dan, what was your dud? Lackluster. My dud was John Smith, Juju Smith Schuster, a.k.a. Only two catches for 11 yards. Steelers can't pass the ball. We all know that. Is it time for Dwayne Haskins? I think so. I agree. I think it's been time. Juju's just not been on his game. He slammed the surface. Just a bad look for him. Hair looked terrible. Yeah. It's nice because uh, Corvette, Corvette, you know, we we don't have it anymore. It's nice to, you know, kind of move on from it. Definitely. Well, guys, I think that's all we have on our studs and duds. Anything else you want to add, Joey? Uh, No, let's just get right into this. All right, guys. We are getting into our week four rundown. Our first game that we are going to do is the Cleveland Browns versus the Minnesota Vikings. Soda. Final score in this one, Browns 14, Vikings 7. I'm just going to say it right now. This game was won in the trenches, specifically by one player, Joel Petonio. Yep. If you guys are a football fan in general, if you like football, if you like having fun, I want you all to rewatch Kareem Hunt's goal line touchdown, watch Joel Petonio drive his man into the end zone, stick on the block. Even after this, the play's over, he's still going. That's a football play right there. That's my only thoughts on the entire game was that play. Dan, what are your thoughts on the game? That's a good recap. Um, Chubb looked good. Kareem Hunt looked good the whole game. Fact. But also, Kirk Cousins was throwing it pretty well. Jefferson got open pretty easily. Thielen and Jefferson are a good one-two punch at receiver. And Dalvin Cook, if he stays healthy, I think the Vikings have a good chance of winning that game. Um, But pretty boring game. Pretty like Agreed. Browns punted five or six times in the second half. It was just not a great look. Baker didn't look great, but I think Joey can talk more about Baker. Baker did play poorly. It was sad to see him um, overthrow every single target. I made the comment to Justin at halftime, telling him that I think we threw it to maybe two wide receivers and completed passes to them. Most mm-hmm. they were, all, other than that, they were screens or um, dump passes to the running back. But going back to what Justin said about Joel Batonio, he made us replay that play in our basement three mm-hmm. or four different times yep and we were all for it necessary. we were yeah necessary yeah it was it was pretty it was a pretty hype moment for all of us celebrating that the, touchdown the one comment joey i'm gonna ask you this question here's my reason why i think baker's playing a little poor right now what receiver's been missing the past couple weeks for the browns joey juice yeah juice jarvis landry god i i just think in general as soon as he was hurt i'm like Oh goodness! We lost that not leader. Oh goodness! I saw him get hurt. He's our leader. He's receiver one for us. Even maybe not talent wise, he's not doesn't have all the juice he did. Nope. But he's so consistent. He's clearly. I'd say it's between him and Higgins to be Baker's favorite target. I think Landry is for sure. But mm-hmm. it's just clear, Baker panics when he's not on the field because whenever there's an opportunity when he's under pressure or a play fails, he looks for juice. When juice isn't there, that's not good. But I will say, when juice is back. I think our passing game is going to be dominant yet again. I agree. I think that the Vikings got off to a strong start with their first drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with the Browns, even. It took them um, – they just couldn't get it going after that. But it was definitely one of the trenches for sure. Shout out to Greedy Williams for picking off um, Kirk Cousins. Big I think interception. That's big. And um, I think that was for Kirk Cousins' first interception this year. Mm-hmm. which is pretty insane good for Kirk but not against the Browns no. Browns shut him down shout sure. out Browns defense I will say I think some people some people might have thought that the Browns defense was kind of just a little bit I don't know if it was a fluke their performance against the Bears but I think they definitely proved because no, the proved. Vikings are a great offense yeah. Browns definitely proved they're a legit defense I still 
we're not perfect by any means right now, but we're a good team, and I like where we're at. But that's all. I, I think that's enough for me on this game. Uh, Dan, what's our next game that we're going to discuss? All right. Our next game is Washington football team at the Falcons in Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Um, this game was close. Heineke really proved himself, and this will go down as the Cordell, Cordell Patterson game for sure. Three total touchdowns. Agreed. I mean, it. We've talked about everyone, but Cordero is the guy mm-hmm. there. He's pretty much putting the team on his back in Atlanta. Um, there isn't really anyone else that I want to shout out on the Atlanta team, but I mean, it was cool to see Scary Terry finally put up some points for the first time. I feel like this is his first significant game this year. Um, so that was pretty hype. But Dustin Hopkins missed two extra points this game. That's been big for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been huge. I, I will huge. say this game, I don't think anybody really expected to be as high scoring or as back and forth as it was. And by the end of the game, it really could have went either way. Mm-hmm. I think it was just whichever team finished with the ball last had the best drive last yeah. is who won the game, and that's what happened. Taylor Heineke went off. Their running game was still good. Both teams' mm-hmm. offenses. This was, I think, both teams, their offenses' best performances of the year. I year. also think this – we've been talking about how bad the Washington football team's defense has been this year, or at least how badly it's been underperforming. Yeah. This game proved to me that they just aren't good this year at all. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I, Agreed. I have hope for them kind of meshing together. Yep. But this is now the fourth week in a row where it's been <laughs> way too close of a game for an offense that I think should be pretty good. I agree. So, I mean, anything else to talk about on this one, guys? I don't think That's so. That's it. Yeah. No? All right. Then must we move on? Um, so, our next game that we'll be talking about is the Texans and the Bills. Mm. Big, big mm. blowout, yep. shutout game for the Bills. Mm. Yep. Um, final score, 40 nothing. Davis Mills had four interceptions. He did. That's tough. It is tough. I mean, it was just a it was a tough matchup for the for the Texans. They had five turnovers total, just lost the time of possession um, game. Justin, yeah. how do you feel about it? So, a couple comments on this game. First off, and I know we've stated it in previous podcast episodes, the Bills' defense is elite this season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Texans aren't an amazing offense, but they have never been. They I don't think I've seen them one game this year even struggle at all. Haven't played an amazing offense yet, but their test is going to be next week against the Chiefs. I know we're not talking about our prediction yet, but I think that'll be a huge game for them. That's going to be the time to see if Josh Allen, if he's legit again this year. Yep. Emmanuel Sanders stepped up big this game. Uh, I know they were blowing him out yep. so much. And, Dan, I know personally for you, you have Diggs on your team. I Stephon do. Diggs. He had a decent game, 114 receiving yards. Yeah. That's good. But they were feeding Knox in the end zone, Dawson Knox, they two were. touchdowns. And I just want to say the score really shows like how good the Bills are, but I don't think Josh Allen is there yet. I don't think he's perfect like no. everyone's telling them. And the Bills, who do they play? The Chiefs The this Kansas week? City Chiefs. So it's going to be a test Chiefs. for them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Although the Chiefs' defense isn't looking yeah. well they're, they're we'll not. See. But that's a conversation yeah. for another day. For sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that plenty next episode. Yeah. That so. game. I can't believe neither of you brought up Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah. That the MVP. The huge. MVP coming in for uh, one play. He had a he had a Rushing. perfect throwing percentage. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he did also rush. For a um, touchdown. Four ca- he had four carries. Let's go. Um, Ten yards, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky definitely won the MVP this week. Lamar Jackson, who? Yeah. Yeah, really. Kind of showing some <laughs> Trey Lance, Trey Lance vibes. Hopefully, he can take Allen's spot on the Bills. Yeah. That would be big for him. That would be huge. That would be huge. Just like Lance and Garoppolo. I don't yeah. think. I don't think that's gonna happen. But that I mean, would. You just be, wait. It would be. I, I think you'll see. I think you're you'll right. See. You're right. A lot of people will see. They'll be surprised. Yeah. There's gonna be a game this year. Josh Allen just is absolutely just. He has swamp ass on the field and just kind of falls apart. And you know what's going to happen? Mitch is going to come in, save the day, put the team on his back, rush for 250 yards, <laughs> and then if exactly. – I'm going to say this right now, and then we can move on to the next game. 
if the Bills stick with Josh Allen as their quarterback, they're going to lose. They'll make the furthest they'll make it is the AFC Championship. If they go Mitch Trubisky, if they make Mitch their starter the at all in one game. game, in any game they'll win the Super Bowl. If Mitch the becomes game. the starter, yeah. they'll win the Super. It's kind of similar. Once Carson Wentz got hurt, I was, Nick gonna, Foles I was came just in. about to bring it up. About it's the, the same situation. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I actually, I like Josh Allen a lot, but he just he isn't as good as people hype up. He's just he's not good. consistent. Yeah. No. He's yeah. good. He's he can have moments where he's awesome. He he's definitely he's also just he's got to stop taking all the hits too. Yes. yes. That's gonna. I, he's just gonna get injured one of those. He, he's times too aggressive he's, to the point where he's gonna get himself hurt, or he's yeah. gonna force a big turnover in a big game. I mean, and we're but we're talking a lot of smack on a team that's put up over oh, yeah. thirty yeah. points in the past. That, three so weeks. all I meant with the Chiefs is they in the Chiefs are gonna be the best team they played by far. They, they they just the Bills haven't been tested yet. Nope. Mm-hmm. And they also lost to a team that's been playing horrific this year. Stillers. Stillers. Moving on. Our next game, the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Da Bears. How we feel about divisional I, matchups? I, I I really I agree on that. There was a ton of divisional matchups by the way this week all over the board. This game was personal for me because the Detroit Lions commented on my tiktok they did where i predicted them to win which i was really happy about and you know what they do they go out there they go out and, and they lose. disappoint me mm-hmm. one thing i will want to say jamal williams did not disappoint me at all when he got the ball this game he looked great he looks excellent i'm sure dan campbell probably had the greatest halftime speech ever but the rest of the team step up step up yeah detroit i'm gonna have your back all year just please give me one win give me a win yeah. this was your opportunity this is gonna be one of the worst teams you'll face all year Give me a win. Please do it for me. Yeah. That's my only comment on the game. One of you. Yeah. Whatever. Montgomery had a good rushing game, but it's against the Lions yeah. running defense. So how can you really judge anything? Two touchdowns. I mean, Fields didn't play that great. No touchdowns, one interception. So I don't know. You got to put in Nick Foles, I think. I agree. I think this, I know I kind of disagreed about the whole Matt Nagy being yeah. a problem. Yeah. Matt Nagy did not call plays this week. Mm-hmm. He was not the offensive coordinator. Nope. Um, or he was not the play caller. So, correlation mm. or causation, guys? Yeah. I, I think a lot of it just sometimes it happens in the NFL when you're having such a bad game, everything goes wrong, and it, a lot of it's mental in that aspect where I think that might have been what happened in the Browns. I don't think they're going to have a game like that again this year. However... They're still going to struggle a lot. The more, whatever they put in Nagy's hands, I still think there's going to be some mistakes there. I will say, Fields looked a lot better this week. He had yeah. a couple really impressive yeah. throws. The other thing, Dan, I know you commented on uh, the Bears running back, getting uh, having a couple touchdowns Montgomery. this game. Montgomery. David Montgomery. Also He's on one of my fantasy teams. The other thing I want to say is he got hurt this yeah. game. It's not, and they don't think it's an ACL tear, but that would be really big yeah. for him because I genuinely thought their Bears' strongest point was their run game with him. Damian Williams isn't a bad running back at all, but if he went down for a long time, that would be a big blow to the Bears. And that might happen. We don't know. It looked pretty serious. It so. did. It looked bad. I was all ready for a Lions win today, too. I wore the Andy Warhol Dan Campbell suit shirt that Whoa. I got from the Museum of Modern Art in New York City. All oh, hype for the crap. Lions to pull out their first win. That's, yeah. And where are we sitting right now? 0-4. We're sitting in disappointment, pain. Get good, Dan Campbell. A lot of pain. Uh, do you guys have any other comments on this game? That's it. Dan, right, Dan right. what's our next game? All right, next one is the Carolina undefeated Panthers at Dallas against the Cowgirls. <laughs> so, Prescott looked good. I said he was going to pass. He had four touchdowns. Zeke, also, they fed him. They you did. see what happens he when ate. you feed Zeke. He ate. 20 carries. So, I don't know. I think the Cowboys look good. I think the Panthers are also still a good team, but they're hurting without McCaffrey. Uh, Yeah. What do you think, Justin? So, I I know I said it. I predicted this as one of my locks of the week last week. And the main reason why I picked them as a lock, I think if CMC played this week, the Panthers could have won this game because they still stayed in it even without him. And I still think the Cowboys are a really good team this year. And talent-wise, all over the all over the board, they're just stacked. Similar to the Browns, the only difference, I think the Browns have a top-five coach in the league, easily, if not the best. Mm-hmm. 
versus I don't like the Cowboys coaching. No. I think that's going to be an issue for them later in the year. But as of right now, Cowboys look great. When you feed, I don't. I said this last week as well. Whether it's Zeke or Pollard, feed their running game, make a run first football team. That opens up the passing game so much. Cowboys are going to be really strong and hard to beat when they do that. And I think their tight ends have really showed out too. Dalton Schultz had a touchdown. One hundred percent. So yeah. Trayvon Diggs had two interceptions. Yeah, five on the Tra- year. Trayvon now. Diggs. I saw a TikTok yeah. about it this week where somebody made a post about. And it really isn't as crazy as you think. Is Trayvon Diggs the best cornerback in the NFL? I still don't think he is, but he looks so good this year. Like, if you look at his film, he is pretty, pretty. Instinct, he doesn't hesitate at all. He is on it. So, Trayvon Diggs, absolute beast. Joey, any other comments on this game for you? Panthers, um, Cowboys? Not particularly. I did just want to, you know, shout out the uh, running back room for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I know you talked about H-F. them, but Zeke and Pollard, you know, they both can carry when the other isn't. Yeah. You know, it's just, that's just so crucial to have. Yes. Especially when you have Prescott throwing four touchdowns on top yeah. of that. For sure. Like I called. Yes, jo- you did. Joey, uh, what's our next game? Our next game would happen to be loading up here for me. Mine's always slow. You can go, You're Justin, good. if you have it. Uh, it's the Colts at the Dolphins for us is our next game. The final score being the Colts 27, the Dolphins 17, and I did predict this to be a Dolphins victory. I thought it was going to be the Joe Jacoby Brissett revenge mm, game. You cry. And it was painful to watch. I want to yeah. say, I, I, my main comment on this game, if you're a Dolphins fan, you're in pain this year because they had such high expectations coming this year after last mm. season where last year they were a year ahead in their rebuild where they were basically a playoff team. Could have made the playoffs if it wasn't for the Bills being so dominant and a lot of tough AFC teams in the wild card. So I think people expected them to be right there with the Bills this year. Obviously, your supposed franchise quarterback, I know none of us don't believe that too, is. Him getting hurt hurts them a lot because they weren't prepared for their quarterback to go down. However, the running game looks awful. Their defense is very much underperforming. Similar to the football team, their defense still isn't as bad as them. But the Colts have looked awful this year throughout most games, and the Colts were just kind of tearing them up. Carson Wentz, this was his best game of the year, I wanted to say. Yeah, didn't throw an interception. No. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising. That genuinely shocks me. Yeah, it's it was a tale of two depressing teams, pretty much, Yeah. yeah. with just waiting for the season to be over, basically, unless one of them comes back and has a crazy rest of the year. I doubt it, but we'll see what happens. Taylor looked good. 103 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Feed him. I mean, Wentz has just got to play more patient, and I think he did, which got him the win. So, Will Fuller, we lost mm-hmm. in this one. I know oh, we're all pretty Big injury. Yeah. I know Dan specifically is a big Will Fuller guy. I am. That's a Notre Very. Dame native. Notre Dame. All yeah. of us, I wouldn't say I'm Notre Dame's my favorite college team, but we all root for Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I say, especially, there's a lot of Notre Dame players I respect, unlike Penn State players. But yeah. Yeah. seeing him go down definitely hurts. That hurts their offense, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's I already mean, struggling. Quentin Nelson missed the first game of his career. Um, Devontae Parker caught a touchdown, which was pretty hype. Uh, or, that's incorrect, I believe. Oh, no, yeah, he, he did. Yeah, yeah. He did have a touchdown. He had a touchdown, Joey. You're right. I'm. That was my mistake. But it was the first um, touchdown, I believe, that was passed since week one <laughs> Yeah. by the Dolphins. So that just goes to show that they yeah. played a little bit better in this game. But, you know, <coughs> both of my stud and dud um, come from this game. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, well... I guess uh, I just announced this game. Dan, you can announce our next game then. All right, we're skipping the Browns because we covered that. Yeah, we did. And now we're going to the overtime, one of two overtime games. New York Giants at New Orleans Saints. Both new. Yep, very new. Uh, The main thing I just want to say about this game is Jabril Peppers. I hope you guys both saw that clip of him uh, oh, yeah. at the coin toss going into oh, overtime. Did you see it, I Joe? did not. Oh. It, it was, was a funny clip. So he goes, um, he got to choose heads or tails. He goes, heads. They get it. He goes, he goes all crazy. I want that mother. 
and then like goes and runs. He off says, the "We field. want the ball. We want the ball." Yeah, that's a football play right there. That is a out, out of all the Browns' the pain throughout our struggled years, it's our, good to see Peppers. I the one player I think I miss the most is yeah. Drew Brutal Peppers. Yeah. If we Joe, could bring a person back yeah. that we lost. Or I, Joe Schobert. Joe Schobert would be huge. Just so good on Or Joe Hayden. Agreed. Got a Agreed. Of Joe's yeah. there, there's back. so many players, yeah. but Jabril is just Jabril. all over. Yeah. He, he's a beast. He could do beast. anything. Great personality. Yeah. Um, good for Danny Dimes. Getting, yeah. He looks pretty good in this game. Uh-huh. I mean, a win's a win. They're one and three yeah. now. I had them in my bottom five. So, I mean, yeah, good for, for the Giants. Rom. I didn't think they stood a chance in this game. Yeah. But, um, you know. Orleans is pretty uh, volatile this year. So. Yeah. Saquon got I, the big touchdown at the end of the game. Yes, yeah, did. so one of my takes is I think there's a couple teams this year that even though they're underperforming, I think they're well-coached, and the Giants are one of those teams. I said in the last podcast, I know for a fact, they just play so hard that they're going to win games like this this year, even though I think the Saints are the better team on paper. As much as we like to mess around about Saquon going to Penn State, yeah. Him being healthy helps their team. Them being able to run the ball somewhat helps their team. Yeah, Having him back definitely helps. Their passing game looked a lot better this week. I think Danny Dimes quietly throwing for 400 yards, that's huge for them. So Giants kind of underrated right now for sure. Saints, I think, they're just too inconsistent. Yeah. They're, they're so, they're, so the year. Saints yeah. are impossible to predict because after week one, they looked like they were a playoff team. After week two, they looked like they weren't going to win another game. Yeah. Week three, they get a big win. Yeah. Week four, bad loss in overtime. Yes. So, uh, Taysom Hill, one bright spot for the Saints, though, is that Taysom Hill ran for two touchdowns. He did. One of them, he ran through, I'm pretty sure, all 11 guys on defense, yeah. which yeah. was, did you guys see that I highlight? Did. I did. It was pretty insane. Um, you know, Swiss Army Knife guy. Oh, that's it. That's true. It's something you hear every day, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's for certain. Joey, uh, I don't unless any of you guys have any other comments. No. Joey, what's our next game? Our next game happens to be a huge matchup this week. All of them are huge matchups. I'm just buying myself time. Uh, but oh. this game is between another oh, second overtime game. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Between the Tennessee Titans and the New York Jets. The J E T S Jets 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 coming out with their first victory this oh. year. Oh 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 yeah. Who would have thought of this? Not me. I didn't think this game was going to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I think Justin predicted that it would be. Yeah. He, yeah. So, props to you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But, you know, props to Zach Wilson getting yeah. his first win in the big city. Yep. Um, I think, I mean, that's really all I have to say about the game. I think Julio that and AJ. Julio and, yeah, we yes. brought that up in the last yeah. podcast that they, missing them is going to be huge. But um, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. No, I completely agree in the fact, even though I thought it would be close, I honestly didn't think the Jets were going to win. I thought the Titans, they in the fourth quarter, they just completely fell apart. Yes. Their offense really struggled because it, it became apparent if they weren't able to run the ball, their offense couldn't move. And so once the Jets were able to figure that out, plan that out, the Jets, I will say, if Zach Wilson can somewhat figure it out this year and have more games similar to this, they'll win a couple more games. Their defense is very yeah. good. I will yeah. say that they're a well-coached team as well, similar to the Giants, similar to the Lions. I actually think they, they look pretty disciplined, their defense especially. Yeah. So if they can limit the turnovers on offense, get somewhat of the run game going, I think the Jets can win a couple more games. Yeah. Well, so we we wanted Zach Wilson to throw an interval of two, right? Yeah. Interception. We only had one this game. Yeah. I know. We were close, guys. Yeah. It was a pretty <laughs> disappointing game for us. Yeah. But – um, Ryan Tannehill had one more passing yard than Zach Wilson. And he wow. did. One more. Ryan Tannehill with 298, Zach Wilson 297. Which, I mean, it isn't surprising considering your two top receiving targets are out. But even still, I think Tannehill, even when they're healthy, has been a little disappointing this year. Because going into the season, I expected him to dominate. I thought the Titans were going to be a lot better. The yes. one comment I will make, I think by far, as of right now, the worst division is the AFC South by far mm-hmm. not even close I'll say the Titans leading the division right now yeah it, it's just if you look all of the board even what, whatever teams yes. make the makes the playoffs I, I just I can't see them the Colts it, it was between the Colts and the Titans this year 
of being good teams, and neither of them look good right now. No. Neither of them look good. I well, do have a standings board in yeah, my that, room if you guys are wondering. Yeah, yeah, I was if it was updated. And it's but, definitely uh, not. Yeah, up, yeah. I've been up, I did a good job, but the Cardinals AFC eight. South is accurate though. Yes. Um, but the Texans, well, it's Jaguars. The the AFC North is fine too because it's three teams that are three and one. Yeah. And we haven't had Cardinals any beat the Rams. Matchups. Yeah. The AFC West not accurate yeah. though. I still have Chiefs. I'm gonna milk that Chiefs being in last place for a little bit. <laughs> We have to. I, yeah. It's nice and scary. Speaking of milking that game, let's uh, move on to our next game, folks. The Chiefs at the Eagles. Final score. Eagles. Chiefs 42, Eagles 30. I really, I like this as an over game, and it really, I didn't bet on it, but some people I'm sure did. Both yeah. offenses, I will say, looked good this game. Andy Reid was clearly well-fed. He definitely yeah. had some cheese steaks. I hope he Probably had the best over cheese six steak of them. his life. If we had to like look this up, do some research on it, I would say minimum. During the amount of time that he spent there, I'd say minimum seven cheesesteaks. We had. should have ordered cheesesteaks on Sunday. That would have yeah. been fine. We ordered pizza instead, but we should have yeah. eaten cheesesteaks just for just. Well, for next time there's a big uh, cheesesteak or Philly game, because mm. cheesesteaks are a Philly thing. That's true. Andy Reid being involved, though. So, hey, maybe that'll be the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. no way. I, I, the one th- only final comment on this game is even though the Chiefs offense looked like they were dominating, the Eagles stayed with them up until yeah. late. Shout out Eagles. This is yeah. the this is my Kansas City's defense is horrible this yes. year. Yeah. Awake, like it was yeah. my because I, I had questions about it, but they were playing good teams. So it was always like, okay, well, the Chiefs' defense isn't really clicking, but look at who they're playing. And yeah. I know that's not fair to say because, again, you know my saying, any given Sunday a team can perform well or perform poorly, but they've just been on a consistent yeah. downward trend. Well, And they- I'm not trying to discredit the Eagles' offense because they did look good, but I just think that the Chiefs' defense yeah. is not where Chief it was at last year. defense is not year. it. They're awful nope. against the run and the pass this year. Yes. And it's helped that Mahomes had five touchdowns this game and Tyreek Hill had three of them. So, yeah, it's hard to lose with something like that. But it, it was entirely possible to yeah. pull for them, too, yeah. just because of how terrible their defense was playing. Um, I was excited to see it this close because, you know, the Eagles is it's not a team this year that I thought was all that insane. I thought they were very middle of the pack, but just having them keep it this close was exciting for me. Yeah. Agreed, yeah. Any other comments on this game, folks? Daniel? I got nothing about this. Daniel, well, well, guys, I'll say we're moving on to our 4 p.m. slate of games. Yep. Dan, what's the first game? So this is a big one. Cardinals at Rams. Cardinals win 37-20. Mm. to mm. Divisional matchup. I'm going to say right away that this was a lock for me, and my lock has been broken. Yep. Someone came in with the, with the I don't know, lock breakers. Yeah, and my lock was broken against the Saints, so... Oh, not everyone's losing today. Yeah, yep. Um, I mean Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals going Just looked off. Just so good. Yeah, I mean I had them in my top five last week, which I believe so, I don't remember which one of you was, or, but someone said it was controversial. I, I think it is no team. longer controversial for them. The to only be undefeated team. Yeah. Only undefeated team in the league. Um, Chase Edmonds, James Connor rushed for two scores. AJ Green with a touchdown. Favorite. Yeah. AJ Green is AJ Green back? Is he back? Cuz that's 2 weeks in a row now where he had a pretty good game for himself. Yeah. That's I mean fun. it's we'll see. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely not in the form that he was before. But but I like He's that still he's very helpful in their yeah. offense. My comments on this game, I will say, wasn't a full prediction because I still predicted the Rams to win. I did think that the Rams were very top heavy in the sense that it was almost like they had their Super Bowl when they beat the Buccaneers. Yes. So I don't know if it was a hangover game for them in the sense that they just I'm, – I'm not saying this game was a fluke. However, I still – I personally think the Rams are the better team. But I, I, I just – I don't I know. I agree. Yeah. No, and that's no. – just, just right now that happens early in the season. The one thing I will say, I definitely have the Cardinals as an underrated – or underrated considering their main thing with the Cardinals offense this year – Kyler's obviously, he's an MVP candidate right now. Their running game is fantastic. I know Joey mentioned Connors looked well. 
Chase Edmonds yeah. looks well. Their offensive line has been amazing this year, which has been huge for them. Oh, yeah. Other thing that's very underrated, they have a very underrated defense. J.J. Watt had a great game. He had a ton of pressures, which is huge for any D lineman. Yes. That was Chandler something that Jones. stuck out to me. Chandler Jones obviously looks well. But, uh, Dan, what, what were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, it just really proved. A lot of improvement games. For sure. Statement games this week. Cardinals really made a statement. <laughs> And now they're at the top of the NFC West, which some people consider the best division in the league. I, I don't league. anymore. Oh. I, oh. So my, my <laughs> the reason why I don't, I think their top two teams are really good. I So here we're going to talk about it and then the next game, which would you guys be fine with moving on to the next game? Sure. By chance? Yes. I did just want to mention that Go ahead. Matt Stafford had a pretty bad pick to our favorite receiver, Deshaun Jackson, yeah. that would have gone. That, that was was celebration right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Was it that? Well, yes. Yeah. So that's the one thing. That's the Rams they've been known for, having those splash plays. And that pick really summarized the game up. I agree. Moving on to our next game, though, and we're going to talk about it right now. I really think both of these teams are really disappointing this year. Seattle specifically. Oh, yeah. I think it's a lot worse team than they play. They're at their best. They could beat any team in the league. At their worst, they could lose to any team in the league. So... They're even more extreme than the Saints in the sense that they have so many players on offense. The Saints, at least, the Saints really outside of Kamara don't have that many big names on their team right now, at least that are healthy. The Seahawks are stacked all over the board. Chris Carson's an underrated running back. Obviously, they have two huge receivers for them, a DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Russell Wilson's still considered one of the best quarterbacks in the league, which I agree. However, defense is awful. Offensive line's been awful mm-hmm. for them this year. Really disappointing. The, for their my only comment I have on this game, and the 49ers had their miracle. Jimmy G getting a slight oh injury gosh. allowed Trey Lance yep. to get in. Holy their offense look what, looks so much better once he got put cow. in. Look so what much happens. better. Look what so happens. much better. I think they would have won that game if they started Trey Lance. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think, I wouldn't say they're, they'd be undefeated, but their team has never looked bad this year. It's just been they haven't had a quarterback play. So yeah. moving in Trey Lance, Trey Lance is going to, he'll have a game, he'll have some mistakes, but. He's been, I know we said it as a joke when we were talking about the best rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He generally, I think this game he proved, he looks like the most electric rookie oh, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. He could do it all. And Debo Can Samuel, out of nowhere, two touchdowns. Yeah, for sure. 150 receiving yards. I have started Debo Samuel once this year in fantasy football. <laughs> One time, and it was last week. So he only oh got me like gosh. six points. It was ba- So he's gotten a total of probably... I think 120 points oh on my, my bench gosh. this year so far. So it's been pretty painful That's for me. But I'm I'm stoked about Trey Lance. He did only have a 50% completion rating. So nine out of, um, but he only threw 18 passes to begin yeah, with. He's all right. All right. Um, but, you know, two interceptions. I'm, I'm going to give him, like, yeah, I think they would have won if they started him. Yeah, agreed. They, the, the Seahawks didn't plan for him. So I think he did get an edge there. But Trey Lance, my man's. I do have him on my. I have him on my bench with my oh. fantasy team, our sleeper league. So get ready for him to join my oh. super flex position next week if he starts. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I we'll think see. he should. Yeah. I think he should, but you know, yeah. it's it's, no it's gonna yes, it, and it wasn't a serious injury. I don't think he's gonna be out. No, I think they said it was a calf strain. Yeah, and he's just, still questionable right now. If I'm them. I don't care how serious it is. They, I think they have to play Trey Lance if they want to win. If they want to win, they play Trey Lance. Yes. What, what are, what's, what's our next game, Joey? Our next game is the Baltimore Ravens, Denver Broncos. Baltimore Ravens scoring 23, Broncos scoring 7. Finally, yep. the Broncos have met their match. Yep. Just like I said, my lock, the Ravens are going to easily win this. I didn't say easily, but I knew they were going to win. Dan, good good pick on that lock. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan, good job. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of lock, Drew Lock mm-hmm. <laughs> threw an interception. Yeah. <laughs> so, Teddy just... is under concussion protocol right now. Uh, he had a concussion, so Drew Lock came in. And for all the Drew Lock leg lovers, which I used to like Drew Lock a lot. And he's I a still, upside guy. I love his personality. However, I thought they made the right choice in putting in Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I think this proved it. When Drew Locke came in, what does he do? Obviously, he wasn't prepared to come in, but if you're in the NFL, I don't care if you're a backup. You should always be prepared to come and in. And if you're a backup to Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. As a backup to Teddy Bridgewater. Especially. You be ready. Be ready. And what does he do? He looked, he looked kind of awful out there. He threw for a decent amount of yards, but 
Uh, Teddy, so just in general, this was one of my takes as well, where the Broncos are too safe of a team. They do need that splash quarterback, but Drew Locke isn't it. So if the Broncos want to actually win, they need a new quarterback. They need an electric quarterback. I love Teddy. He's not going to do it for him. Will it be Aaron Rodgers next season? No, they got to say Cam Bortles. Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, yeah. Mitch does look good in orange. Yeah. So, I do have a question. Like, if yeah. not really yeah. related to this game. If Trey Lance comes in, outperforms Jimmy G, where does Jimmy G go? Because I, I think he's still good enough to be a starter somewhere, mm-hmm. especially as a veteran who can Dolphins. teach. Go to the Dolphins. I, I think, at, at minimum, he'll 100% be a backup somewhere. If any team needs a quarterback, the thing is he's also that style quarterback where he's not really splash, a splash player, but he's very intelligent, which is huge for quarterbacks. He's smart. He knows how to read defenses, which is very big. But it fits the it I, I just fits the John Elway build. I, I'm not the type I, I when I look for a quarterback and especially in today's NFL, that pocket passer that's a safe quarterback doesn't get it done anymore. No. And I don't think Jimmy's mobile enough or electric enough to become like an instant starter somewhere yeah. where teams are like we need Jimmy G. We need because it was when he was still in the Patriots. Peeps were like, "Whoa, yeah. we need this Jimmy G guy." And yeah, he made the Super Bowl, but was it because of him? Probably not. He got it done, but they had the yeah. best running game in the league by far that season. One of the best defenses, and they're yeah. outside of Kittle, their passing game wasn't that special that year. So I do really like Jimmy G as a player. I just don't think in today's NFL he could get it done to answer that question. Yeah, I would agree. Well, all right, we good with that one? Yeah, next I, one. I think so. Dan, why don't, why don't you take this one? All right. We had the Pittsburgh Steelers at Green Bay and Lambeau Field. Uh, Steelers losing 17-27. to Rodgers looking great. Randall Cobb getting two touchdowns. Coming back to the, to the Packers, showing off in front of the home field. And um, it was just another typical Steelers game. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like... 95% of the game was just Najee Harris on the Steelers' offense getting yeah. the ball. And he's trying his hardest, and I think he's a really good rookie, Agreed. especially for a running back. But it's just not going to work. Ben's got to do something. I mentioned earlier, put in Haskins. Yeah. We No, Mason Rudolph. I, I, I think the Steelers are – Ben's done so much for them that they – unless they want to win. If the Steelers want to win, they make a QB change right now. Yeah. Will they do that? No. With Ben, no. they are the most predictable team in football right now. Whereas yes. they can still get some plays done, but it's not going to be because of their quarterback. So they're going to keep losing games, at least to any competent team at all, which is most NFL teams today. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers, as of right now, as uh, I believe it was John Smith said last mm-hmm. season before they play the Browns in the playoff game, Browns are going to be the Browns. The Steelers are going to be the Steelers. That right is now. so fact. That's true. They just they look rough right now. Yeah. They're playing Steeler football in the mm-hmm. sense Ben's playing Ben football right now. And if I was a Steelers fan, I'd be sad in the sense that yeah, it's the end of a de- uh, a legacy for Ben where he had a decent career, he had won a couple Super Bowls, but Ben's done. Ben yeah. Ben's got to go. Yeah, and. He looks good as a coach, not as a player, I think. He looks good on the sidelines with a sweatshirt. I I personally think Ben looks good sitting at home on his computer, you know, munching on some chips, growing his beard out, and doing whatever he does in his free time. Mm -hmm. I think you all know what I'm talking about. Go to P.F. Chang's. Ben can just sit at home, you know, smoke a couple stogies, sit down, a couple brews, and he'll live his life. But Ben, I don't think on the football field, Throwing the rock. Yeah. I don't think he's doing them any favors. I agree. Um, how do you guys feel about that blocked field goal attempt that was no call? I was with a Steelers fan. Called. Not going to name any names, but nope. he was like, dude, like, he wasn't offsides. So that's coming from a Steelers fan. It was really close, but it was close. It was hard. It's hard to tell if it's when, like, they just, like, the – the long snapper kind of has a uh, upward motion before he flings he it did. back. He did. And it looked like Hayden and Minka timed it, like, perfectly, but the ball still hadn't, like, left his hand. So I don't know where you call that. 
but shout out to Minka for blocking it and Seriously. then returning the into- the whole thing for like 70 yards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that just shows Minka is one of the players on the Steelers where he is a very good player. Uh, my comment on that, I think it was so close that it could have went either way. It probably wasn't, yeah. but it also wasn't enough to overturn it or switch the call. The one thing I will say, even if that play happened, I think the Steelers' offense looks so bad that they wouldn't have won this game. My other comment, I think the Packers are one of the most overrated teams in football right now. They're also a very predictable offense, which they're winning games, but not in a clean way at all. They're probably still going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Most likely, I think they'll win that division. However, however, they're going to lose to a bad team. Will they lose to the Detroit Lions once a season? Maybe Let's that'll hope. be the... I honestly, like, no joke, I think they could. The, I really, I'm not impressed by the Packers this year. I think that offseason situation really hurt them. Well, whether it yeah. was Rodgers just focusing on his, you know, his... TikToks. And TikToks. State all, Farm commercials. Yeah. I know, oh Dan, gosh. you brought it up in our first episode, his new wife. Yeah. I, I don't think... Who doesn't even know what Rodgers still, at his best, he just doesn't look like he wants to be out there right the now. I think he does. Stars. He clearly doesn't want to be on the Packers, which haircut. he made clear. He doesn't. Yeah, he's just... Too many issues. Hippie mode. But if he keeps giving Adams the ball, they might win some games. Agreed. Yeah, I, th- I think their connection's pretty electric. It's oh, hard yeah. to ignore what they have together. That's it's almost like a, a relationship there. Yeah, yeah it is. Joey, uh, let's talk about that Sunday night game. Waiting all week for Sunday night. <laughs> we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up to Gillette Stadium, New England. Yep. Tom Brady comes home. Perfect weather. Perfect mm-hmm. weather. That's what I imagine. I, I remember all the Patriots games, watching those on Sunday night. They shoot off a bunch of fireworks. Oh, yeah. So the whole, like, first half of the first quarter, you can't, like, see anything. Because it just fog. Yeah. And it was misty and like that the whole game. But, I mean, not a great game. Like, no. no. I mean, Brady came back and won it. And <laughs> it was did. close. Mac Jones looked all right, but I don't know. I think Mac Jones looked good. He yeah. had 30, 31 yeah. 40, 275 yards, two touchdowns. I don't think he made anything significant we've no. been talking about yeah. mac jones playing it safe yeah he is more of like that teddy bridgewater guy where he can check down very easily needs to take a little bit more risk but i think this was i think this was his best game Agreed. of the season and i think that no better time than against tom brady and the buccaneers this should have been not as close as it was I yeah think, mm-hmm. in my opinion i think the buccaneers um struggled and if there was a time that New England this year was going to beat the Buccaneers, it would have been in this game, and they did. Uh, so that was, I mean, it was. I was kind of cheering for that yeah, revenge yeah. game against Tom Brady, but that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. It was also cool to see Tom Brady get his revenge against yeah. Belichick. Yeah. I, I think it was just exciting to see the two teams play because there was obviously tension. You know, after the game, yeah, Tom Brady basically said like, if it were up to him, he would have stayed in New England and he wanted to retire there. It but, sounds like the Rodgers situation a little bit. Yes, a lot like the Rodgers situation. Just obviously the Rodgers situation during the offseason, yeah, oh much yeah. more dramatic. But my only other comment on the Buccaneers, I think they made one of the most – nobody's really talking about it much. Signing Richard Sherman oh. was really <laughs> big for them. Like, no joke. Yeah. Sherman isn't nearly as good as he used to be, but no. he literally came in this game off of, what, two days of practice, and he yeah. made a couple really big plays for them. I don't think that's why he's going to help them. I think the one thing their defense was missing was a veteran that can actually like help their uh, defensive backs because we joke about Sean Murphy bunting, which, again, that's one of the names we love. Yeah. Dan and I joke about losing him. That, that definitely hurt yeah. their defense. But having a veteran who is able to actually like motivate the team, a locker room presence besides Tom Brady, because Sherman is one of those players where if there's a player in the league – that can have as big of as a face in the locker room as Tom Brady, it's him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to help their defense a ton this Wait, year. Wait, so Tom Brady's first, Richard Sherman's mm-hmm. second? No, I, I'm and talking about... Pierre-Paul. <laughs> if we're talking about vocalizing names in the NFL, yeah. people who are a big locker room presence, people who you're going to look up to, literally, while he was working out with the team before he was signed, he was already helping their defensive back. So I think that's why they signed him, that right there. But... I think their offense, even though they struggled this week, the Packers, or not the Packers, the Patriots, still have a very good defense. So I think the Bucs are going to come back. 
they'll do better again. Obviously, it didn't look great this game. They got I did get... think New England overperformed a little bit. Agreed. Yeah. Just because time. I, I don't think we're going to see something like this again. Mm-mm. I think that because they played Tom Brady, or Bill Belichick at least did, yeah. in practice every day for 20, 21 years. They know how to play Tom Brady if anyone does in the NFL. Yeah. And I think Bill, Bill said it after the game himself. Yeah. yeah. That was clear. And exactly. I just want to say New England, eight rushing attempts for negative one yard mm-hmm. on the game. I know That's last bad. week, wow. my dad That's was, uh, last week, I was really disappointed in New England's rushing game. And I think that's something they'll have to address is going into this year. They were their offensive lines were one of the lines that was talked about that was going to be one of the best in the league. Their offensive line is clearly underperformed, I'd say to this yeah. extent. But I think we've talked enough on that game. I agree. I'll announce this one. To... Uh, this is probably talk. It's right there with Dan Campbell. John Gruden's one of my favorite coaches in NFL history. Go. I I don't know if you guys saw his comments on the game being delayed, but. <laughs> He basically implied that he wanted to fight the engineer of SoFi Stadium. His comments were, quote-unquote, I've never heard of there being a lightning delay in a covered or a roof field, which I agree. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about that. What? Yes. What, what What went on there? Why, why did they have to delay the game for literally 45 minutes? Well, and they... S- they said it was something about the power, but yes, still, they were. Sta- still. Everybody was standing on the field, and there was power while they were there. So I don't know. It's if it wasn't like the newest stadium yeah. in the NFL the right nicest. now, you mm. could be like, yeah. okay, I understand why they might have power issues if it's like thunderstorming outside. It's, but it's the new. They put it's brand however new. many billion dollars into this building, and it's still having problems. Yeah, I think that they just wanted to do it because it was the Chargers, and that would be funny. Yes. Oh. Mm. Lightning delay for the L.A. That, Chargers. That makes, that makes sense. I mean, I mean they're lightning bolts, so it's funny. My only other that. comment on the game is, again, a John Gruden quote is, their locker room is literally looked like a maze. He said, I don't know who this engineer is, but I want to talk to him. And if you know John Gruden, he doesn't mean talk. No. You just can give look him that a up. square. Just give him a square. It, my like other thing, just like if you seats. like post-game interviews, just watch any John Gruden one. This one was one of the best. I know Dan and I were he was watching. He saying that because they lost, too. It, 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 mm-hmm. Literally, if you look at him, he was like, you know, this is a really good, tough Chargers team. I really liked how they played, and we played disappointing but just just listen yeah. to john gruden wait speak. do we have john gruden in this, in this <laughs> podcast <laughs> i think so he just left he just so, bye sorry about that guys yeah, but one in for me there yeah i talked about eckler earlier it was amazing i got so excited when that happened because i did not want to start my season zero and four and he just saved the day i gotta give a shout out another one big play the Hunter Renfro tackle on oh, the fake yeah. run pass. That was insane. And Renfro just came out of nowhere and trucked the guy. Covered like 30 yeah. yards yeah. to it break was up that pass. We were at the uh, GU nightclub getting our wings. Yeah, you were yeah, in we the were. whole place. Shout out Gannon University. Gannon University. Stop making fun of me. Stop making fun of me. messed up. You can't take that back. Shout out to the Gannon University Knights Club. Shout out to the Gannon University Knights Club. They hosted us. They had some good wings. And it was really great. He did it twice. Yeah. All right. He did it twice. And when that happened, everyone. Oh. Everyone did go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Great atmosphere. Just in I general, went, no! the game started out. Chargers <laughs> dominated most of the game. I know they the Raiders did. had a little bit of a comeback going into the second half. Yeah, but it, it got it got a little. It got better. End, it got but, better. Eckler yeah. definitely. Even though Dan, you, you picked him as one of your studs, he really looks amazing this year. Yeah, Herbert Strong. obviously is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The yeah. Raiders still. I talked about it before the game, and one of my comments on them: both these teams' defensive lines are really, really good. Yeah. The Raiders D-line still looked great this game. Yeah, yeah. Still Shout under a ton of pressure. Max Crosby, Carl yes. Nassib. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Uh, I, m- my final comment Okay. I want to make on this game. Okay. And then we can move on to our next segment. Okay. Is John Gruden. That's all. Yep. Just John Gruden. Okay. Period. Period. Point blank. Any other comments, Joey? Next. Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to my segment, 
Joey's Butt Fumble of the Week. Today, I will be discussing my Butt Fumble of the Week. My Butt Fumble of the Week is Drew Locke. For coming in the game for 21 attempts and throwing an interception. Just came in the game, threw an interception, lost the game, and then probably won't start again. So, thank you, Drew Locke, for being funny and terrible. All right, thank you, Joey, for that amazing butt fumble of the week. Amazing. We're going on to our next segment, which is our top five weekly power rankings. I'll just start off. I'll do this quick. I'll go five to one. Yeah, okay. add the suspense. Yeah, five to one. I'm doing five number... Number five, the Chargers. Oh. I think they look good. I think they're a top five team. Herbert's look looking good. great. Eckler, of course, like I said, can't get enough of him. Number four, I'll do the Bills. I got to throw them in there, I guess. They showed out their last two opponents and scored like 70 points in the past two games. So they're looking good. Their defense looks good, too, which really helps a great offense. Number three, I'll do Bucks. Even though they squeaked by... Um, the Patriots this week, I think they're still a great team. Their defense looked good. They got Richard Sherman. They're getting Jason Pierre-Paul back. They have Vita Vey, of course. I can go on and on name every defensive player they have. Um, you could? Yeah, I could, but I'm not going to. Number two, the Rams. I think they're still a really good team. Stafford yeah, looked good. I agree. I mean, the I mean, divisional games are so good. Yeah. You're not going to really see the Rams lose that much this year. And they lost to the undefeated Cardinals, who are in my number one spot. Oh. I like the Cardinals. I just have to give it to the undefeated team. I don't really care. I'm not going to be like, oh, this team's better. They're 4-0. They beat the Rams. The Rams beat the Bucks. It's that simple. Next. Next. Who's got it? Joey, you want to go next? All right, I'll go next. I'll start with five like Dan did, work my way up. Five, I have the Cardinals. I think they're a good team. Undefeated, obviously. They beat the Rams, who Dan just, by his logic, are the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, four, I have the Rams. Um, they were my number one last week. Fell a little bit because of that loss. Still top five. Three, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that, I mean, they were on my top five last week, and they were the worst in their division. They're still in my top five this week. Although their defense, if that, if they, if they do one more bad game, pop. Bye. Number two, Bills. Can't put up that many, many points in the league and not be top five. Number one, Buccaneers. I think until someone knocks them off the pedal stool, I think they're number one still. I know it'll be close in a lot of their games. And they won't win every game, but they'll win most of them. Yeah. So, I, I like Buccaneers that. were my one. Solid lock. Jo- Joey, I, I enjoy that. And guys, I will go next. So, starting off, my number five team is also... The Arizona Cardinals. This, I'm throwing them in my top five. I think they should be there. They could be higher. I still don't think they're going to stay here all year. But as of right now, they're clearly one of the best teams in football. That's why I have them number one, just because of this week. Yeah, Yeah, this this week was huge for them. Number four, I have the Cleveland Browns. Even though I'm a Browns fan, I, I think right now the Browns have a top 10 easily offense and defense. I think it's pretty clear. Defense showed up. They look amazing right now. Browns offense, even though the pa- even when the passing game wasn't there, the run game is what our offense goes through. Our run game hasn't looked bad once this entire year. I was gonna say our it, offensive it line just goes to pro- all year. It proves that they're such a good team that when Baker plays like a rookie, they still win. Yeah. Facts. Continue. Number three, I have the Chargers. They look so good this year. They really. Haven't lost a beat from last year. Herbert looks improved. Eckler stepped up. Obviously, their offensive line looks great. Biggest thing, I know, Joe, you're going to with, agree with this. Staley yes. coming there Love was him. huge. I think they have a top-five defense as of right now. Defensive play calling looks great. Defensive all over. Derwin James looks back. D-line's huge. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. Might be controversial, but <laughs> I genuinely, I know people are shocked you by this. Look- you guys might. Joey's face here. I'll, I'll, I'll ask what what have the Cowboys done this year that they wouldn't be? Their worst game this year was against the Buccaneers. You could ask this every which they season. Lost to the Cowboys eventually end up going. Eight. Which I is mean, true. I respect it. But as of right now, which 
this list is as of right now, the Cowboys haven't looked bad at all. No, they haven't. I can't. They're right. as of right, right now. You're right. They're similar to the Browns in the fact that their run game has been dominant. They probably have a top five running game in the league. Offensive lines back. They still have one of the best passing games in the league. And now their defense this year is also one of the best defenses in the league. As of right now. That. As of right now. I d- they're not going to last. I'm going to yeah. say you have right them now. over 30 teams. Yes, 30 I do. Teams. I do. Yeah. And if you can argue against it, you can, other than the past, <laughs> which you could say for any team in the NFL. Yeah. But, number one, no, the Buccaneers. Yeah. I, I agree with yeah. Joey completely in the fact that the Bucs, I, I know I already mentioned it, Richard Sherman, I think, was huge for them in the fact that he's going to help their defense grow a lot mentally. Don't you ever talk about me. <laughs> Joey, we'll talk about Put this. Put me up with sorry. I, I'm going to get John like Gruden here. Me. He'll talk about this with you. But oh, I would love to have Gruden. Guys, I, I, I think that's all of our top, top five. fives. Any other comments? Nope. All right, guys. We have something special for you today. We're introducing a new segment. Spin, Spin that, that punishment, punishment wheel. wheel. We have a new segment. So we said we were going to do this. We all decided it. We're giving our locks of the week. Every week we do it for our weekly predictions. As of right now, on the leaderboard, I'm just going to say I'm undefeated on my locks of the week. However, I don't think it'll last. That's really rare for it to last. Locks are very hard. Anything, as Joey would like to say, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, any team can win. Yep. I'm going to coin that term. Even though it's definitely already coined, coined, there's a movie called Any Given Sunday. I know that for I have never heard of it. Mm -mm. However, comma, Dan... Had his first lock miss this yep, past week. I did. Joey had his second. However, making things easy, we're all going to do, at least those two, are going to do one spin each of our punishment wheel. Yes. We have eight potential things that we're going to spin from. First one, I'll just name them off quickly and then we'll spin. Give me that list. First one's tell a random person in the street you're in love with them. Number two, prank one of our buddies, either Kiko or Parafly. Oh. Number three, send a weird selfie to a random person from your past with no caption. Number four, DM Jackson Mahomes and tell him he's a great dancer. Number five, send an email to Penn State telling them that Joe Paw knew. I mean, he did know. They know that he, he knew. knew. Yeah. He knew. They need to know more, though. Yeah, they do. Six, post on Instagram story that you're a Steelers fan. Oh, Ew. Oh, Ew. Oh, God. I'm going to confuse number seven, all of my friends. Number seven, eat hot pepper. Number eight, jog lap around neighborhood. So we're going to spin whenever somebody misses, whatever they get. We're going to post us doing these on our Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, all of it. Check our social medias. You'll see them. They're going to be really entertaining. But why don't we spin that punishment wheel? Daniel? I'm not excited. Some of these are... Okay, I'm I'm nervous for yeah. some of them though. Yeah. All right, I'm got I got my wheelnames.com wheel set up. We have the wheel set up, and Joey's getting this first punishment. Dan, why don't you screen go. record this spin? Okay, so we could have that spin live. Screen recording three live two. spin, so you know we're not faking this. Nope, yep. we have it spinning. All right, oh. and there's all the punishments. Very Liking nervous. to spin. Right above random person you love them, prank our friends. So oh, I personally I think this is yeah. the best one. I, I would agree. love to have this one. Yeah, I was the one say, thing I want to say. More fun. You, I'm going to tell you right now. You have to make it where they're going to get upset at you at it. Don't obviously. It's going to be easy for both of them. Yes, to be that's the thing. You yeah. can do either one you want, but that's our first one. Again, okay. if you want to see him do it, check sure. our check our social medias. Dan. Yep. All right, I'm next. Let's let's spin you. Spinning. Okay. Lap around neighborhood. That's not oh, bad. That's not bad. I was close to the pepper either. there. <laughs> I know Dan yeah, doesn't. Joey and I both really like hot stuff, so that wouldn't be bad for us. Dan, I know that wouldn't be your favorite, so the lap around Daniel's big cross country guy. I think be we both got lucky. Yeah, yeah, we both got easier ones. Starting off, I think these, I'll tell you guys right now, it's going to be very entertaining to see all of these. So I'm telling you, if you want to see these, watch Follow. our social media. Follow, Follow us 
at fourth quarter football on all social media. Well, guys, let's get into the uh, outro. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the fourth quarter football podcast. We had a hell of a time giving you our NFL rundown of this past week. If you would like to see more of our takes and some quality skits, please check out our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter what you heard is what you hearing. And it's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Here we go. X gon' give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. X gon' deliver to you. Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the mother wonder if you did it. Damn right. And I'll do it again. Cause I am like so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break who you sending me. You motherfucker.